Let's give your parents a call right now. Hello, welcome to episode number 13 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I'm a geeky mom, mom of a six-year-old. I've been in the games industry for a very long time. Currently, I write a column every other week about Game of Thrones for the Geek Embassy. I am also joined by head geek at the Geek Embassy, Regina McMenemy, who is also a geeky mom, mom of a four-year-old. Hi, Regina. Hi, Nicole. <laughs> And then also joined by our resident dad, Stephen Deutzman, who is editor and founder of Engaged Family Gaming and the father of three kids. Hey, Stephen. Three kids for now. But yes. Three kids for now. Oh, no. Are we in that situation again? They're back at school and they're back on their bullshit, you know. <laughs> okay. It's fine. It's fine. They're Fortnite detoxing. I was going to ask oh, how, right. how did the Fortnite detox go, but... Um, well, they've been detoxing since before school started because um, the general had it uh, because they spent like three days doing nothing. Um, like we gave each of them like a job, like Maggie's job was to clean up her toys and Jake's job was to, I don't even remember, like, I don't even know. And Evan's job was to empty and load the dishwasher. Like, that's it. He's 12. And as far yeah. as I'm concerned, if you can breed a Pokemon, you can load and unload a dishwasher. Right. <laughs> um, and uh, so they just didn't do it. Like three days in a row, they just didn't do anything. And all so three of them? Would, all three of them. Oh, wow. So where, like, Jacob made himself a plate of nachos and proceeded to dump half of it on the floor. Oh, geez. And not oh, wow. pick it up. <laughs> like. Wow. So my wife came home and was like, what is this? And they had no real explanation. And and if it wasn't Fortnite, they were just watching Captain Sparkles on YouTube. And by the way, yeah. Captain Sparkles only recently started doing games again. For a while, he was only doing reaction videos. So my children were actually watching videos of a man going through Reddit. Okay. <laughs> Looking okay. at videos. So I'm like, if they were playing Fortnite, it's like, I get it. It's the summer. Fortnite's going to, you know, not yeah. be that huge eventually. Like, get it. This is the summer of Fortnite. Enjoy it. Right. Um, And I can't really hate on that. I mean, I have binged a bit. And we'll talk about that later, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> But, like, it's just so they got it taken away. And they were relatively heartbroken. And they don't get it back until they are good for X number of days in a row. Uh-huh. And they have not managed. <laughs> so, um, you know, but I mean, what are you going to do? We found the currency. It is right. making them better, even if it's not perfect. It's right. just, I yeah. perfect because I'm irritated. Right. So it's not like I'm saying they can't have dinner. Right. <laughs> they, can, they're allowed, they can even watch television. They just can't play Fortnite. I think, right. it, I think it's okay to accept, to demand perfection in order to do, like, recreational shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Uh, last week, I was at Disneyland. It was fun. It was crazy hot. Oh, my God. And so the funny thing, at least with all my friends, is that uh, I got, this is ridiculous woman stuff. I got a new purse for to take to Disneyland that was a lot lighter weight than everything else I have. I transferred, like, I didn't transfer, like, my whole wallet. I took, like, out my ID and my credit cards and stuff like that and just put them in a pocket. So because I didn't transfer much stuff from that purse into the new purse, 
none of my hair ties made it from my old purse into my mm. new purse. I saw this and, saga. I did too. <laughs> I, was I saw walking. a cap and a ponytail holder eventually. I know. I was walking <laughs> around Disneyland for a while with my hair just down. I'm like, there's no way. This is not going to work. I have to have my hair off my neck. And we were looking at all these stores, could not find any hair ties. Like I had resigned myself that I was probably going to have to get something pink with like a Minnie Mouse bead on it or something, (laughs) but I couldn't even find those. So I'm like, well, I guess a hat would work. It actually took me a little, I was like really thinking like third shot, we couldn't find them. Like what the hell can I do about this? So I'm like a hat might work and I never wear hats. Never, ever, ever. You could tell by your, by your smile. (laughs) <laughs> but it worked um i it just um one of the things i don't like about hats is that i it, it gets irritated on my forehead mm-hmm. a little quickly yeah. it bothers me um mm-hmm. so then we found i found scrunchies uh monster zinc themed scrunchies so there's one Sully and there's one Mike was just of all the wacky bullshit, right? Like, <laughs> like I, it's just so, it's just like when you found that, I was like, there's no way like that's, <laughs> that can't be the one thing you found. It's just, so <laughs> like, it's just so weird to me. You know what I mean? And yes. I wear baseball caps regularly, but I have, <laughs> I have a branded baseball cap. So, yeah. you know, like, well, mine was branded too. It was just, it was yeah. actually kind of a cute hat. It was like an emoji hat. So you, it came with a bunch, the top of it was Velcro and it came with a bunch of different patches, like oh, that's cute. patches that you could stick on it. Yeah. I just used Mickey because I thought the other ones looked dumb. So, um, but I'm going to give it to Anna because she, she likes the, that idea. So anyhow, <laughs> so I found the air ties and I wore them. After that, I wore them. Right. I think it was two days afterwards. Right. I mean, listen, you got to do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But otherwise, it was really cool. We ate dinner at the uh, the restaurant that is inside the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Oh, which is pretty cool. It was. They make you dress up like pirates. No, they do not do that. Um, it is like Cajun-ish type food, which is really cool. It was really good, but it's also so dark in there that like they have a like a little candle type thing on the center of the table, but it was super dark. I had to like hold my menu up to that thing in order to be able to read it. Um, but anyhow, and then it's also a couple of show well one show and then there was an electrical parade thing the show was actually really really good typically amusement park shows are cheesy as all hell like they're just boring you sit there for the kids but this this show that we saw was called phantasmic was really really good because it like took place over the water and they projected things like onto steam and there were pyrotechnics along with the water spraying it was very elaborate but um it was really cool so that's cool yeah so it was fun and i had uh, a lot of fun too this year she was tall enough to go on the indiana jones ride last year she was not tall enough she did not enjoy the indiana jones ride oh really <laughs> yeah. she was crying when oh. we got off of it she's like i'm never going on indiana jones again and she like stomps her foot like as she says that oh um 
I know it's a bit scary, but at the same time, it's not really. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't what we expected. We expected like a roller coaster, mm-hmm. and really, what it was is kind of a faster, jerkier, dark ride mm-hmm. than those other rides they have at Disney. Yeah. I thought it was fun. Um, it was so jerky that it, it hurt Isaac's back, but I thought it was it was pretty fun. But Anna, man, she did that same thing last year when she got off of Space Mountain. She still doesn't like Space Mountain. She cried getting off Space Mountain again. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason she doesn't like that is because it's it's in the dark and you can't see anything you can't see what you're doing yeah yeah Um, i can't remember if i told you that i took iris on her first um roller coaster oh no how was that um it was okay uh at first and (laughs) it was okay so there's this really old um amusement park near here called Mm -hmm. um enchanted garden Uh the the rides are really old (laughs) <laughs> and we got on it and I'm looking at it and you can kind of sit and watch it as it kind of loops around and it didn't right. look like it was going too fast. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't too worried about it, but it was like a little bobsled and it's like a winter scene that you're, you're in uh-huh. and we go to get, you know, we go in it and there's no, there's no security belt. Oh, okay. It's, it's got a top on it. So the top that latches, but there's no actual like bar that comes down or seat belts or anything. Oh, wow. So I'm like, well, this can't go that fast because right. there is literally nothing holding us. You know, if this were to go yeah. off the rails, we would like crash our skulls on the top of this thing. Right. So I'm like, there's no way they're letting kids this small on a ride. And so this is going to be that bad. Oh my God. <laughs> We turn a corner and this all hell broke loose. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. And I'm like holding on to her and I'm like, okay, don't squeeze her too hard. Don't squeeze her too hard. Don't squeeze her too hard. <laughs> wow. And she got off and she's like, I'm never doing that again. Yeah. And she started to cry. And we were with a friend of hers and she was in the car behind us and they got off and she said the same thing. She's like, I'm never going on that ride again. <laughs> I don't blame wow. you. I don't think anybody should be going on that <laughs> ride. Some of the $80 admission we spent to get in this place and like upgrade maybe. (laughs) Yeah. That's nuts. That's like, that's like half the price of a Disneyland ticket. Yeah. 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 But I mean, there's two roller coasters, so it's not like, you know, it's big. (laughs) Right. Right. You know, Disneyland's a little bit more substantial, but I was just like, okay, come on. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um. The other funny thing is we did this uh, character breakfast thing. It was like, it was, we had breakfast there every day because it was a buffet and the buffet was really good. So it's like, we went for that, not necessarily for the characters, but one of the the groups of characters that they had there was uh, Chippendale, which Anna act, you know, really, really loves. But by the second day, Isaac and I had kind of figured out the, um, the the organization of the characters because they would ah. do this parade to zippity doodah and then after that would end then they the characters would all go around to the individual tables and like take pictures and whatnot um but then they would play the mickey mouse song you know the m-i-c-k-e-y one right um right before they went to do that parade and by the second day i had, I had that figured out I was like, I bet you that that's their warning that they need to get back 
stage or back at the back of the restaurant to get ready to do this parade. Mm -hmm. And so at one point, one of the chipmunks, I don't know which one it was, was really cutting it close (laughs) as far as getting back quickly enough. And so I was watching him and he turned around. He was like booking it like running to the back. But the thing is with those chipmunks costumes, they're, they're really baggy and they yeah. go like down past the knee. Uh-huh. The bag. <laughs> so him booking it was like waddling. Like. Right. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh my God. Cracked me up. Yeah. So hair ties and a waddling chipmunk. Those are some of my, yeah. uh, highlights. my highlights. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, but school starts next week. Yeah, us here too. Anna's like, I don't want to go back to school, which makes me sad because I liked school. My daughter has asked every day since we got back from our vacation when she goes back to school. She can't wait. Wow. (laughs) But I have a dog, so (laughs) I'm pretty sure the big pull is getting to see Bailey. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So, um, so I'm sorry, Stephen, that this last week has been so bad for you. It's, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I got my code for the messenger, so I feel a little oh. Okay, cool. Unfortunately, video games have been hanging under a very dark cloud these past <laughs> Last few weeks. Talk about like the weird, like terrible controversies. Yeah. Um, So on the last episode, we talked about the whole plagiarism bit. Uh, As I'm sure you've all heard, there was a shooting in Jacksonville, Florida at a Madden qualifying tournament, which killed three people, which is terrible enough on its own, but, you know, strikes home a little bit more having it be in a video game event because yep. that's never happened at a video game event before. Yeah. So, um, well, and video games are already blamed for shootings and then to have it be a video game event. And I started a post like three times, you know, for Facebook, that was something along the lines of, Oh, great. Right. You know, video games yeah. are going to get blamed, you know, 10 times worse because it's a video game event. Yeah. Um, but I, I stopped myself from posting it cause I just didn't want to deal with the, Flack. Yeah, love. I actually didn't hear any. Have you heard that argument come up? I haven't heard it. Yeah, the, the good news. Yeah, if if anyone would hear that crap, it would be me. Um, because okay. I hear the grumpy parents. Um, the good news is no. Um, good. because because and here's why. Because it's Madden. Everyone knows what Madden is. One of the yeah. issues with shooters is that people don't understand what they are and they don't understand what they're about. Uh-oh. Right. Like mm-hmm. when people think about like Call of Duty, Halo, even right. Like all they mm-hmm. assume is that it's just mindless people killing other people killing, they don't realize yeah, yeah. what else is happening right mm-hmm. like if you ask like your average mom they would not be able to identify the difference between battlefield one and overwatch like right. none of them like they would never be able to tell right. um and so um it, the, the the thing with madden though is everyone knows madden because right. it's the, and it's football, it's the football game right. and it's football which is everyone's favorite pastime and the well, people who love to pitch about it. Vi- and I'm going to get to the next one. Not everyone's. Okay. No, no. Trust I, that's me. what I was going to say. Trust me, is, no, no, no. I'm, I'm going to qualify it. Trust me. It is very hard to be a fan of the NFL right now, um, <laughs> but, but I'm a fan of the players. 
right and i'm ignoring yeah. the owners with that right. said that i can t- i'll talk about that on my facebook but um a lot of the people that like to bitch about it being you know video games fault aren't gonna are are the same people who would who are you know boycotting and yeah that are gonna boycott the nfl because the players aren't kneeling right, right? like they right. love yeah. the nfl so it's it, th- that helped um with that said okay. um i mean come on dudes like yeah. this is just um what's really troubling is there was a competitor yeah right it's a competitor yes. um a part of the madden scene um i had some, like it's weird because i had you know I, when you hear like you know you, video game twitter blew up right yeah and, right um you expect to hear from like you know like greg miller was affected because people were asking him if he was there Right. And it didn't really like surprise me. Like, well, it just, it surprised, that surprised me. But like, then I thought about it and I'm like, you know what? If there was a Madden tournament that was super close to me and it was something big like that, I absolutely would have been there. Right. Even if I wasn't playing, I would have been there to like watch it or check it out, maybe even brought Report Evan on with it. me. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. The fact that this is not outside the realm of possibility that I would be there. And I've also been at other large scale gaming events. I used to go to a magic tournament called the Waterbury, which took place in Waterbury, Connecticut, where hundreds of people came and brought thousands of dollars of magic cards, traveled internationally to get there. It's a huge deal. It's one of the biggest things of the year. Um, There was no freaking security there. Yeah. Um, So like this, this definitely, I mean, all these shootings at home, right? Like I was in a, yeah. I, I was in a first grade classroom once. Right. right? Yeah. So like, you know what I mean? School. I went to college. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. that was a thing. But the fact that this was at a gaming event, a place where we're supposed to come together, um, really, really bothered me. Um, yeah. you know, it just hit me. It, I, and the other piece, and I don't know if you guys, you probably didn't have to deal with it. Um, I had to explain to Evan. Right. Um, oh yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't have to deal was, with that, but yes. We were going back to school shopping. I it, forgive me. I'm going to tell the story because I think it's important. Um, like he's not a kid anymore. Right. Yeah. He's not a little kid anymore. Um, he. We were back to school shopping when the original text message came that there was a shooting, and mm-hmm. I just had to get my business done, so I didn't really think about it. And then I came out of the shop to a story about how it was at a Madden tournament. Mm-hmm. And I told Evan, because I was like, you know what? I got to tell him. He was asking too much. You know, I thought about just kind of obfuscating it, but I knew he was going to find out. Um, he, he said to me, well, dad, that's probably a good thing. You know, if it could be that it happened to video games, because like Reddit's going to be all over it and they're going to find this guy and he's going to go to jail and he's going to, you know, there's going to be justice. <laughs> and I had to tell him that, no, they don't need to find him because he was one of the competitors and he got really quiet. Um, yeah. And like at that moment, you know, I like, I don't know what, what it was about that, but it really hit him. And, you know, I don't have a kid. I don't have a little kid anymore. You know, yeah. he's a, mm-hmm. and it's because of stuff like that. And it just keeps happening. Everybody's having those moments. Yeah. Um, it's frustrating to happen to that. Um, yeah. yeah. It's just so sad. You know, it is, it is. And like, um, you know, it just takes the whole sore loser bit, obviously to the, uh, the worst place it can possibly go. But, you know, I would hope that, um, that this, as Stephen likes to say, would be a teachable moment for some parents to just mm-hmm. enforce, don't be a sore loser. Like, yeah. you know, cause that's what this was all about. Yep. So, um, but yeah. 
I did. I actually put up a Facebook Live video, so people yep, can head to, to my Facebook. Um, and I that po- that was posted minutes after I explained it to Evan. Um, he was yeah. sitting literally right there. Um, while I did yeah. the video, I mean, because I had to say something, and because yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Lord knows I have no power to affect change in regards to our firearm situation, which is a discussion for probably another time and another podcast. Right. <laughs> However. You know what I can't, you know, like toxicity is our stuff. We can yeah. fix that because half of the people that are toxic are because they don't know any better. Right. Because they grew up in a time where nobody realized that that was the possible end result. Yeah. Of, so, man, talk to your kids. <laughs> I mean, make yeah. them better and be better to each other. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm salty and people give me crap for being obnoxious and grumpy. But the reality is. You know, I can lose with grace. Right. And, you know, and I win with grace most of the time. <laughs> right? Really? I win with grace. I, I, no one has ever threatened to kill me for okay. me, uh, winning. Is that the bar? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the bar. Apparently, like now it is. Of us um, apparently, yeah. now it is. But, yeah. you know, like we can teach our kids yeah. to be better. And yeah. Yep. I wrote him. So. I've written about that before too, where it's, you know, it's important. It's just as important to learn how to be a gracious winner as it is to be a gracious loser. Um, mm-hmm. But that we, I actually, I think it was on our, on the geek embassy, Dante just wrote a, a piece about um, how important it is to learn how to lose and yeah. not just to learn how to lose, but to take away lessons from when you do lose. Mm-hmm. Um, and the example he gave, uh, which I, t- I told him he was a little hard on himself <laughs> because he was like, he taught me how to play sushi go party right. at a con we were at. And he was all set to win, I guess. No idea. Um, <laughs> totally snaked it from him. And he said it was really humbling because uh, it was the first time I played. And um, he was just like, you know, here I was thinking that I was going to outsmart her. And I had the advantage when I, and I made a dumb mistake because of that. Yeah. And, you know, it's things like that, which really are the lessons that we should learn from gaming just in general, like gaming should be our safe space to like, you know, mm-hmm. try these things yeah. out and find these things out, uh, which is why the toxicity that we do have in the gaming community is so dangerous and so bad um, yeah. because so many people do learn that, Oh, it's okay to talk this way to other people. It's okay to call people these names. It's okay to do this. It's okay to do that, which extends to, you know, Roblox chats and, you know, all this kind of like other crappy stuff we hear about, you know, yeah. we, it really shouldn't be part of it. Um, yeah. or, or we should be able to learn or hopefully learn from all of that. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. Uh, in res- as a result of this, EA has canceled, all of the other Madden qualifiers, I don't know what they're going to do as far as their yearly, like, final championship competition, but they've canceled all the other qualifiers. Um, but, yeah, so this whole security thing is, <laughs> it's it's a little nerve-wracking to me because I'm heading to one of the biggest yep. video game nice. events on Friday. And uh, PAX is not have that much security i mean they they released a statement saying that they do things that people don't see as like part of their security but there are no metal detectors they have a quote-unquote weapons check but that is for cosplayers 
Yeah, they don't check your bags. They don't they look don't, at your bag. Yeah. Are they it's not just, doing that? They like, haven't they in the past. They're not going to do it now? I know they haven't in the I past. We'll see. I mean, they didn't say anything about that being the case. Um, but, but yeah, it's nuts. I, I mean... I went to <laughs> PAX shortly after the Boston Marathon bombing. Yeah. And a week after somebody tried to bring uh, guns into the Pokemon World Championships in Boston. Wow. So... Boston does not mess around. Right. So yeah. PAX East. Yeah. Boston been, was very different. You know, I've, yeah. I've been getting, you know, I've been, I've never been to a PAX where I haven't had uh, security dogs sniffing my stuff. And, yeah. You know, I remember having our bags checked when we went to um, PAX East, but not in um, yeah. West. I've, I never, yeah. never, actually, I don't think any cons I've ever gone to in the Seattle Convention Center. Have checked. Even uh, yeah. Emerald City doesn't check. I'm positive yeah, right. Geek Girl Con doesn't check. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, that's a smaller, a much smaller con, but still. still yeah, big. I only oh, saw there was a, a bag check at Geek Girl Con once, but that wasn't into the whole show. That was specifically into the Anita Sarkeesian talk. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, so, so that's the only time I've ever seen it. Mm-hmm. So, um, because that happens pretty much in the thick of Gamergate. I was surprised that she even came out to speak. Um, So that's the only time I've ever seen a bag check for anything at GeekroCon. Like you said, it doesn't happen at Emerald City, and Mm -hmm. it hasn't happened at PAX. I'm really interesting to see if they have changed anything at PAX. I mean... They better. Yeah. Yeah. So... Be ready for the lines if they do, because if they do implement it, it's going to be. They're going to have. They're going to have no idea what to do. It's going to be an absolute cluster. Well, and you know, you haven't been to the Seattle Convention Center, Stephen, and it is not. It's not well designed to begin with, right? (laughs) Like in terms of like the way the you get up to the top, and then you have everybody has to file to the left to go through like a standard set of doors to get in the main entrance, and it's just. I mean, yeah, so it will probably be bad. I know the first day of PAX East when they brought in metal detectors, they had three. Mm. Wow. Spoiler alert. There was a line across the bridge to get into PAX East. Yeah. Um, It was bananas. Um, But, I mean, you know what? At the the same time, I say they should have Mm -hmm. security. But on the other hand, it's like, you know, like, we can't, like... At what point are we harming ourselves for the sake of safety? Like we pay, you know, like this is not like, this is literally the first time it's ever happened Mm -hmm. that, you know, so that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen ever again. Yeah. Um, And, you know, so while I appreciate the idea that maybe we should, because, you know, it's, but you know, like this, I don't, I don't know. I, I think there's, there's, we don't want to harm ourselves to protect ourselves at the same right. time. Yeah. You know, then, then the bad guys won. Even yeah, if that right. wasn't their intention, the bad guys still changed our behavior on their honor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In yeah. their effort. And like, I don't want to give anybody that satisfaction. Right. Um, you know, but because yeah. it's, I, I felt I certainly do feel exposed getting into big groups now. Like, man, yeah. I've never been afraid of big crowds, but I went to E3 and the first year that I was at E3, there weren't no security. And I mm-hmm. was like, yikes. 
Yeah. Both GDC and E3 said that they're implementing security measures. I suspect uh, everybody's going to have to, to a degree. Yeah. The thing that actually, you know, really sucks for PAX is that they don't have a lot of time to plan this out or, you know, to try try to do anything because it's so, it's so. They're going to have to think on their feet. They're going to have to think on their feet. And that uh, really is. Yeah. The, you know, it's a matter of, can we get the equipment there? Can we get the manpower there? Mm-hmm. The, the, the key to that is money. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you can, you can hire a security force relatively easily. Mm-hmm. You just need to spend money, right? Good, cheap, fast, right? Pick two. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Good, I, know. Fast. I was just thinking about that. So, cause I'm going to Rose City Comic Con in two weeks. So not this weekend, but the weekend after Labor Day. But there's always been bag checks at Rose City. Yeah. So there's yeah. always been, you have to open your bag and they scan it and whatever thing to get into anywhere in it. So, yeah. yeah. We'll see. I, yes. I, I look forward to hearing back mm-hmm. after you are done with packs. Yes, safely. <laughs> well, yes. Of course. <laughs> yes. That goes without saying. Um, yeah. Uh, well, we're not going to be there during the busiest day because we couldn't get tickets for Saturday. So we're not going to be there on Saturday. So hopefully, I, I mean, I don't know if that would make a difference or not, but Saturday's always nuts there. So Saturday is crazy. When Isaac couldn't get tickets, I'm like, yeah, whatever. I was, <laughs> I was not going to do four days. Anyhow, you don't need to be there four days. No, it's, you just don't. Like, unless you're a press person yeah. covering something, then you just. You just I remember don't. when they changed it to four days and I was like, I barely made it to the third day. Like every yeah. time I went to PAX, I went to Friday and Saturday. And then by Sunday, I was like, if I see another mass of humanity in black t-shirts, <laughs> it's just too much for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel, I kind of feel the same way. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know if I'll go to all four days of PAX East next year. Yeah. I say that and you know, I probably will, but. <laughs> yeah, I never made it. I only went to PAX one time when it was four days, and I made it three days that year, but I still didn't make it to Monday. I went home. I actually drove home after Sunday. I'm like, yep, bye. <laughs> yeah. The last time I was doing it, was it this last year? I don't remember. I ended up staying home one of the days because I just felt like crap. I'm like, I just can't do this. And I stayed home on the Sunday. And then went back on the Monday. So I don't know. We'll see. I hope that it's exhausting. It is. I mean, it's exhausting just have to deal with the crowds. Uh, yeah. Much less walk around. I'm telling you, the humanity in the black t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, I think I might have the, the title for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> humanity in black t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. So moving on, unfortunately, we have another very dark story, um, which may or may not uh, have been following if you're kind of more of a casual gamer type part. So Riot, if you don't know who Riot is, Riot is the developer of League of Legends, which is one of the most popular games in the world ever. Uh, they employ like, I don't know, it's like a lot. It's 200-ish or more people. Um, and apparently their uh, their management are a bunch of jerks. And there's lots of sort of the sexual harassment going on that is yeah. just completely overlooked. And there have been lots of, um, there was a story on Kotaku, an investigative story about that sort of toxic culture um, at Riot. And uh, who was that written by? 
Cecilia D. Anastasio uh, wrote this for Kotaku, um, and she talked to 28 either current or former Riot employees, most of them who talked anonymously, of course. Um, I would certainly not go on record uh, talking about that sort of stuff, especially if the management is so ridiculous about it. Because they're, they've had this excuse that, like, their culture is, like, supposed to be edgy, you know? Like, and people are, if people are too sensitive, quote unquote, then maybe they don't belong at right because they don't get the culture, mm. um, which is a BS excuse anyhow. Yeah, totally. But um, so there's been stuff besides that article. There have been other employees that have come out and like posted on Facebook or Twitter. And I read a really long like blog post from uh, a guy actually uh, yesterday I read it, it got shared around. He talked about like why he left. Um, so, but Riot um, released a statement today, which is, uh, I was surprised. I wasn't expecting them to do anything, but they released a statement that says that they've been focused on listening and learning, which is kind of weird. But anyhow, they say that they're sorry and that Riot you know, hasn't always been the place that, that they have promised people mm-hmm. and that it took so long for them to listen. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's, crap. it's, it's crap. It's just BS. They like just didn't own up to any of it. Yeah. Like you can at least say, you know, we realize the culture's gotten out of hand and we're going yeah. to address it. Yeah. Period. Like that's all you'd have to say. Like, yeah. you wouldn't even have to say that it's harassment. Just say the culture and the company has gotten out of hand and we need to address it. And, you know, we'll bring in, I mean, even, was it Starbucks that did the sensitivity training? Like, they closed down for an afternoon to give everybody yep. racial sensitivity yeah. training. So, come yeah. on, like, step it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. But some places I've worked, like that's part of the stuff that you have to do. Yep. We have to when do you get hired. Like you, every, yeah, every you have five to years after renewal. Yeah. Five years. Mine just came out. Well, it came up last year, but I just got the email this year that was like, "Go check your records. Make sure you're up to date. Yeah, you can get let go if you don't have your harassment training up to date." So, yeah, but uh, I'm not going to talk about any of the specifics that were said yeah. by people because they're pretty horrific. Um, but you could definitely go read that Kotaku article. I definitely um, encourage that if you're interested at all in kind of what has been going on at Riot. I mean, if I play League of Legends, this is at the point where I would have stopped playing League of Legends because of this. This is just unacceptable. Like, I don't use Uber because of I, the I was going to bring that up, and I didn't. But I yeah. the same the yeah. same reason I don't use Uber either. I I closed my account and I deleted the app off my phone when I found out about all the harassment yeah. charges that had come out of from female developers on Uber. Yeah. Um. Well, if you'd like another shameless plug, uh, make sure to read um Tahani's uh your favorite thing sucks League of Legends edition. Ah, um, yes. Which got a lot of people angry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very timely, though. It was know? very timely. Yeah. Did and it you did. keep playing that? Or? No, no, it <laughs> came. Nope. It came out before and then it happened oh. right after. And so it's like, wow. oh, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. It's, I think it's ironic that the responses to the posts about Riot prove that the posts are right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because man, the 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 
League of Legends community is insanely toxic. Yes. Arguably one of the most toxic in games. Um, if not and, the most toxic in games. Uh, I can't think of anything that's worse. Can you? But but since I can't, th- be, because I don't know, that's why I say yeah. arguably. Okay. Yeah, um, okay. But you're probably right. I mean, yeah. I can't think of one that's worse. And, you know, neither can I mean, and so they're arguably probably the worst mm-hmm. and they don't think they're bad. And, yeah. and it's, and it's, it's like they said, remember the Titans attitude reflect leadership. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if, if riot is like, Oh, we're edgy. Right. Then they're going to encourage that bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Like, Come on. Harassment is suddenly going to be labeled as edgy and that's not okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so you we'll can be see. edgy without being an asshole. Yeah, exactly. It's really not hard. No, it's really not hard. Really, really. Yeah. All right. So there's our dark gaming stuff. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully the clouds will part in the next week, and we don't have to worry about talking about all this crazy stuff. Um, but there are some light things that happened in the midst of all of this. Mm-hmm. Microsoft announced a really, really cool thing called, and I am trying not to be biased here because I think it's really, really cool, even if my husband didn't work for 343. But it's called Xbox All Access, and you get a console uh, Games Pass subscription and Xbox Live Gold prescri- uh, subscription prescription. Yeah, maybe that <laughs> that is the right thing to do these days. Um, anyhow, so and you'd get all of that for twenty. Is it twenty five dollars a month? Well, it depends on which one. So the way they announced oh, okay. it is for the Xbox One X um, bundle. I you can't really call it a bundle, can you? But for the Xbox One X console with the the game with uh, Xbox Live and Game Pass, it's thirty four ninety nine a month. Okay. Um, which if you do the math, it works out to a savings of $20, mm. a savings. So we're basically financing it with no interest. In fact, they're paying us 20 bucks to do it. Yeah. Um, and the, um, Xbox one S bundle is 21 99. Um, yes. and that, if you do the math works out to a savings of about like $110 or something yeah. like that, like it is a very significant savings. Um, I mean, I have asked ever since they announced this, I have gone out of my way to ask every like non-gaming, like parent, anything like, Hey, your kids asked for an Xbox this year or more appropriately, Hey, your kids are asking for either a PlayStation four or an Xbox this year. Mm -hmm. And one of them you can spend $400 on. And the other one you can lease over two years, like your iPhone. Yeah. Um, Everyone is indicating that there's going to be a whole generation of Xbox kids because their parents can actually afford $35 a month right? Um, or $20 a month, $20 a month for an Xbox one S is, Mm -hmm stealing yeah <laughs> stealing yeah um you know and the fact that you don't have to buy it up front and you know i've had some people come at me you know like at my workplace when i was talking about etc like how is microsoft making money on that girl listen nobody <laughs> is gonna buy one no, nobody because it only comes with one controller people are gonna right. buy an extra controller people are yep. gonna buy dlc people are gonna buy Fortnite, and then right. buy battle <laughs> like how yeah. many how many like once this gets goes live? How many kids? I I 
I bet you there'll be a bunch of them. We're like, oh, for 20 bucks a month, my kid can have an Xbox and play Fortnite on the TV instead of on my phone. Yeah. Some people would do that just yeah. because, you know, like yeah. my sister, whose son is one, is like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm in. He's an, <laughs> He's an Xbox kid, I guess. There's good Xbox games, right? And I'm like, yeah. 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 I mean, that's the other thing, too. It comes with Game Pass, which means you have access to tons of games, which includes every new Microsoft published release. So, it, yeah. I mean, it's pretty amazing. I think it has the potential to be awesome. We don't have all the fine details yet. Right. Um, like, for example, what happens if you're late on a payment? Or what right. happens if you stop right. making payments? Right. And that's where this could get weird because I do know you have to sign up through Dell. Yeah. So you're going to have to go through a credit check or what other kind of stuff that they do for their normal financing stuff. Um, so I think no, not everyone is going to be able to roll right in there and get this because it is going to depend on credit. Well, I don't know about that. Only because, I mean, unless, I mean, I don't know about that only because you don't have to do that for a phone. Oh, well, like, it says on the get... Xbox site that they, you have to pass their. Oh, um, they haven't checked? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, yeah. I have not read the Xbox, all of it. So yeah. I think that's relevant, right? There are some people that might not be able mm-hmm. to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, cause Apple doesn't do it. You just, yeah. you know, but so it's tough to say how strict it'll be, but you're right. Everybody's not going to be able to, however, enough people will. Yeah. And, you know, Microsoft wouldn't I, – I, tell, tell me what you think about this. This is a really good deal, 35 bucks a month for an Xbox One X. I'm ignoring mm-hmm. the S. That one's a really, really good deal. Yeah. Um, and part of that is because they're locked into – the Xbox One X could only be $500 because the current model was 500 and they really couldn't justify charging more. Right. What if this is really just – an effort to get people used to financing consoles because next time maybe they're going to make something super powerful mm-hmm. um, knowing that they don't necessarily have to be restrained by cost because they can let people finance it. Mm. Yeah. That's a distinct possibility. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, you know, right now it's like we're talking about the Xbox Scarlet and the PS five or whatever. And everybody that talks about it, like public opinion is like, yes, we know this now. Video game consoles, 400, 300, you know, it's got to be in there. Well, I mean, you can only do so much with a $400 console, but I bet you Microsoft being that they specialize in hardware, that's like their thing. Mm -hmm. um, They could make an $800 Xbox. Yeah. And maybe they charge you 35 bucks over three years. Yeah. You know, on launch day and a bunch of people go and finance it and they know that, you know, like and an $800 console, that's going to be a freaking beast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely possible that this is sort of like testing the waters. I think it's going to be really successful. I suppose. This I believe that. that it couldn't I believe be. that. It's probably, I think it's going to be both. Yeah. Or may, I think it could be both. I mean, this is yeah. absolutely going to be wildly successful. Everybody that yeah. I've talked to has been like, I'm in, we might even do it. I mean, that's yeah. a great way to upgrade my base Xbox One into yeah. an Xbox One X for 35 bucks a month. What? Yeah. Yeah. I know some people that um, that are like, 
this is good for them because they actually want to add a console. People that are sort of like in your position, Stephen, with like a bunch of kids and sometimes mm-hmm. you want to play together, but you can't do couch co-op. But if you have the separate console, then you could play together, like mm-hmm. as if you were on different sides of the country. So um, so that's, that's um, one of the things that's been um, attractive to some people as well. So yeah, absolutely. The, yeah. So this is, is super cool. I'm really interested to see how it plays out. And if uh, like Steven says, this might be the path to how they're doing things in the future. I mean, obviously you're going to be able to walk in there and buy the whole thing if that's mm-hmm. what you want to do. But yeah, having the option for people to not have to do that, is going to be very popular. And I want to be clear for those listening. I say that I don't even think that's a bad thing. Yeah. Like if consoles, like they are absolutely restrained by price. Mm -hmm. If that gives them an opportunity to not necessarily be as restrained by price, I think that's fine. I personally, I mean, I do that with my phone. I mean, my iPhone, I pay a little bit, I pay, you know, over what, like three years. Like mm-hmm. that's what I do with my iPhone, and I don't have a problem with it at all. My iPhone's a thousand dollars. There's no way I would have a th- an iPhone, yeah, if they didn't let me split it up. And yeah. you know, like if they, they they let me split it up and it works. So I think I don't know. Who, who knows? It'll be. But it, either way, this is a very exciting. Um, and I think there's gonna be a lot of really happy Xbox kids. This could just be a whole generation of Xbox kids. Just yeah. Parents who couldn't have afforded to get consoles before now they're in. Yeah, yeah, and also be interesting to see how this affects um the market in relationship to Sony as well. Um, because Sony obviously doesn't have this option, at least not now. Um, they may think of adding it in the future, but, um, but yeah, this could, uh, with the amount of units that this is probably going to move, this could bring Microsoft. They're probably, they're not going to gain the lead, um, but it will bring them a lot closer than they are now. It will probably be narrowed significantly. Um, PlayStation's not going to have such a huge lead over Xbox in terms of sales. So there's that. Um, what else games? Oh, Nintendo. Nintendo did another Nintendo Direct. This one focused on their independent games or nindies, as they <laughs> are referred to. I didn't watch it. Surprise, surprise. But Stephen did. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Stephen, <laughs> tell us about the nindies. Um, I mean, they announced. I think the biggest thing that came out of that was that um in the breach actually came out like that day mm-hmm. um it was let me bring up a list it's been a few days and i don't want to i don't want you to give me crap like you did the other time so hold on <laughs> okay so um okay so towerfall is coming towerfall is the multiplayer you you got a bow and you're shooting people um okay. The, the big ones, I think, are Minico's Night Market, which both of you should definitely be aware of if you're not already. Um, it's an adorable, like, town game about cats. Um, <laughs> in, no, like, in Minico's Night Market, the two of you will absolutely play it. I guarantee it. You will love it. You will play it. Okay. Um, Into the Breach came out on Switch that very day. It's from the people that made FTL. Um, it's a... You know, it's kind of like Advanced Wars meets Gundam Wing. Um, 
Uh, it's it's been described as every sad episode in every mecha anime ever. Every time you're on a map because characters are dying all the time. It's supposed to be real hard. Um, and uh, there's a new Hyperlight Drifter coming um, to the Switch. Um, but I think the biggest one is Untitled Goose Game is coming to the Switch. Have you guys heard of Untitled Goose Game? No, I think I saw a video of it. Yeah, it's about a, you play as a goose. And it's a stealth game where you're a goose just trying to do shenanigans. Right. Yes. Shenanigan goose. I like it. It's untitled goose game. I really hope that it is published under the name untitled goose game. game. Yeah. (laughs) That would be funny. All right. So that's it then. Um, That was some of the, those were some of the bigger announcements. I mean, the reality is, um, it was not like the, I mean, it was cool, but it really wasn't like this giant thing. A lot of, you know, it was a lot of really good stuff, but nothing that was, there were no huge surprises that like took the world over. Um, the, the one thing that is going to have probably the longest lasting impact is that Nintendo announced that they have a new Nindies channel available from the news and update section um, that is basically going to be regularly. Um, you know, publishing content to um, help showcase Nindies. And I think hmm. that's a big deal. Cool. Very cool. All right. Well, I th- the other thing about games, that's, we're going to get through this dark cloud, but also just a heads up to everybody, starting next week, the fall, big fall releases are mm-hmm. starting to hit. Spider-Man is the first one. So, um, so there's going to be lots of lots of cool games for us to be talking about in subsequent episodes. So, movies and TV. So, Amazon is in talks. Suppose I don't think any anybody has actually confirmed this, but reportedly Amazon is talking to a few movie studios, including Paramount and Sony, to make original movies for Prime Video which uh, this is not surprising at all because Netflix already does this. Um, So that would be cool. I mean, more original movies ready to go that you don't have to go into a theater for is very cool (laughs) in my opinion, because there are lots of things that I would like to watch that I don't want to go to the theater for and pay lots of money for a ticket and popcorn. And I guess, you know, technically I don't have to have the popcorn when I go to a movie, <laughs> but I have yeah. to have the popcorn when I go to the have to. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, I, we went to see Incredibles two, And we went uh-huh. to, because we go to the movie theater where you get the food. Yeah. Right. Delivered to you. And we went to right. a theater and I realized there were kids in there and I wasn't sure we could get beer. And uh, I was like, did you book us in a theater where I can't get a beer? <laughs> Cause I don't, I don't know if I'm down with this. <laughs> so that I very closely watched and somebody else came in and was served a cocktail in a cocktail glass. And I'm like, okay, we're okay. <laughs> so I feel you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man. So, so yeah, so this is, this is cool. Hopefully it's something that's actually going to happen because like I said, Netflix does these. I actually just watched a original Netflix, um, it wasn't a, it was a documentary. It's called The Contestant Who Knew Too Much. And it's about this guy who, like, 
learned all the prices for everything on the prices, <laughs> right? Yep. It's, um, they, it's, they spoof that in uh, How I Met Your Mother. Oh, There's yeah. There's an episode where Barney learns all the prices of everything to go on the prices, right? Because he thinks Bob Barker's his dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, no, we watched this. This guy did not um, inspire much empathy for me. He just kind of seemed like a jerk. Like he's like bragging. Like right. Yeah. He knew stuff. And, oh, look, you know, people were talking about him even when he wasn't on stage and all this kind of crap. Yeah. And, yeah. So, um, but eventually he helped out this guy um, who had made it all the way to the showcase showdown. It's funny. I remember all these things from the prices right now from watching this documentary. <laughs> but he, his bid on the showcase showdown was exactly exact to the dollar, the wow. exact price. And so everybody flipped out like, you know, like how this guy was been cheating and, but it was this other guy that the documentary was about had actually figured it out or he says he figured it out, but they, yeah, I don't know. It was a little fishy, but he's taking credit for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently like the, after this price is right has done something where they are basically going to make that impossible. Um, although I don't know how, yeah. but it's funny because they talked to, um, there was a long time producer who had just been let go and there, the, this, you know, exact bid for the showcase happened when there was a new producer in there. And so, and it was kind of like ended just without a lot of resolution. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't understand. Like, you know, no, like that's something that the price is right. Like they don't care if people help you, you know, right. around and people are yelling from the audience all the time, but apparently in this case, that wasn't okay. So hmm. I don't know. It was kind of weird. Um, I uh, would have been okay with not watching that, but Hey, <laughs> you know, they it was only an hour. So, right. so. <laughs> not everything is a home run. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, another original Netflix thing that I watched actually last night, which was very much worth my time, was uh, a new stand-up show from Dimitri Martin called Overthinker. Do you guys know Dimitri Martin? Mm-mm. You don't? I don't think so. He's so funny. Uh, he's like a nerd stand-up comic. He's very self-effacing. He does this thing where he makes these crazy little drawings. He's just really funny. So this is free on Netflix. If you have Netflix, look for it. It's called Dimitri Martin Overthinker. Um, Isaac and I like him so much. We went and saw him uh, live when we lived in San Francisco. It was, um, but yeah, I can't promote him enough. He's so funny. He came to play in Seattle, like, I don't know, six months ago or whatever. And I didn't hear about it until like a week or so after tickets went on sale and it was sold out and we weren't in the place where we're going to spend extra money to, you know, buy scalp tickets. So, but anyhow, highly recommend it. He's got a very dry kind of sense of humor, which is something that I really like, but anyhow, so other movie news, fantastic beast, the crimes of Grindelwald is the most anticipated fall movie according to a survey done by fandango hmm. not really surprising no. very much to me i mean that's what well, they, did they ask people about spider-man into the spider-verse like did they ask that because i don't understand people if that's the case um okay well you don't understand me either <laughs> apparently 
I'm much more interested in Fantastic Beasts. Um, but some of the other popular... No, I do understand you. It's just... You're <laughs> it's just that I'm weird. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm right. I'm right. Yes, I am weird. But I, I think that your anticipation for Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse is very weird. <laughs> I don't think that that's something that... Like, I wouldn't even have known about that movie had you not told me about it, Stephen. So... I think that that is probably the case for most people that get surveyed by Fandango. Um, (laughs) Well, I was going to say something like there, there's no star Wars movie this fall, right? No, correct. Right. So that's one of the reasons why I think fantastic beasts would be rating so high is because yeah, we're still waiting a year for, yeah. And the rest of the the list from this survey from Fandango, Bohemian Rhapsody is the mm. second most anticipated. Venom, the third, then Wreck-It Ralph 2, and then A Star is Born. I didn't even realize that they're remaking A Star is Born um, with Lady Gaga. I, my mom loved the original movie because she loved Barbara Streisand. It's but anyhow, be a hard act to follow, but yeah. we'll see. Yeah. She's um, talented, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Venom looks cool. I doubt that I will see that in the theater. But that's my What's Venom. That? That's that's my response to Venom. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, Venom is that god that looks like garbage. Ugh. Oh, okay. Um, All right, we'll see. Venom, Venom without Spider Man is really stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Like, I mean, it's am I? I it, Venom needs Spider Man in order to be a thing. Okay. And he doesn't. So I don't know. I, it's well, it's like an whatever. <laughs> I just, just my... yeah, I, I'm not as into the whole universe and how it all works together. So sort of like an origin story of this weird thing that gets attached to this guy and turns him into this anti-hero villain type thing. That is interesting to me. So but I've had Isaac explain to me the relationship between Venom and Spider-Man many, many times, and I still can't tell you exactly what it is. So that's why I'm somewhat interested in this. Film. That's because you filled your brain with every little detail of Game of Thrones. <laughs> like you're just you're running out of room. Like you're gonna forget about the plot for the first Tomb Raider game because you just <laughs> there's just so much Game of Thrones in there. Yeah. This is not to say that your your brain is not is not prodigious, right? Like I'm just <laughs> saying that you've got a lot of Game of Thrones shit going on. <laughs> right. And I, I need mean a, that with love. I, I mean it with I need, love. I need a pensive, like from Harry Potter. Right. <laughs> oh man, if there was any magical item I could have, that would yeah. be one. Yeah. Yeah. No, wait, Seriously. Time turner. I yeah. would lose my mind for the time turner no the, the time turner I, I would screw something up i'm, I'm right let's see i bumped into <laughs> the printer three times yesterday in an hour-long <laughs> class three times and each time i said the same joke and the students around me laughed out of pity <laughs> i was so embarrassed with myself so i know i would mess something up with the time turner but a pensive where i could like pull my thoughts out of my head and like go like my memories and like yeah like and I don't know if it like clears up a room in your brain when you pull them out, but in my right. mind it does. Yeah. So that's the way I interpret it. Thins so. things out a little bit in there and you can yeah. kind of like, like, you know, share with other people or whatever. Like, yes. Down. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. Um, they also <laughs> asked about specifically horror movies, obviously, because Halloween is coming up. And the number one is Halloween. And I honestly, I didn't know. I probably vaguely heard that there was a new mm-hmm. Halloween coming out. Um, but this reminded me and I went and watched the trailer um, before we started recording because that was the best idea ever. Um, <laughs> I've watched the Halloween movies when I was young and I loved horror movies when I was young, but now, man, I don't know. Yeah. Like watching this, like, and I thought that this was going to be a reboot. I hadn't read anything about it. I thought it was going to be a reboot, but it's not. It's like a far future sequel. Um, yep. Jamie Lee Curtis is in it as her character. So, um, but man, like halfway through that trailer, they start with the music. Everybody knows that music. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow. Anyhow. So other horror movies uh, anticipated the predator, the nun, the nun. I've been hearing people talk about the nun. Have you guys, I haven't watched any trailers or anything. Do you guys know what that is? They got in trouble. Oh yeah. They got in trouble for their, um, their first YouTube ad was such a jump scare. Uh-huh. It was like violating um, content standards on like YouTube huh. and because it was really crazy because it's an image that looks like a still advertisement. Uh-huh. And then it turns straight into like whatever, like jump scare central. Wow. Um with like loud noise and everything. So it was violating standards because of the fact that it, you know, was deceptive. I don't know the specific reasons, but my guess is because it was looks like a still image and then suddenly wasn't. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. There's a jump scare in the Halloween trailer. Well, it's not really a jump scare. It made me jump anyhow, but there's like a thing at the end where they're in a bedroom. A little boy says, hey, can you go close the closet door? And the girl gets out and goes close it and it pops back open and she closes it again and it pops back open. And like, I knew Michael Myers is in that closet. Like my brain knew that that was what was happening. And then when it actually popped open and showed him, I still jumped. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, anyhow. Conditioning. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then most anticipated uh, family movies. Fantastic Beasts tops the list there, too. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph, Dr. Zeus is the Grinch. I don't know if they're making another Grinch. It's animated this time. Yeah, I know, but the animated <laughs> TV show from back in the day was enough. You didn't need to do another animated Yeah, I, I saw that preview for that when we saw The Incredibles, too. And I yes. Like, really? Yeah. Again, like I mean, I it's a good story, but come on. Yeah, that's just you know, it's a good popular Christmas story. So I wouldn't be surprised if somebody tries to do it every other year every, at Thanksgiving. Yeah. 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 Um, then the house with the clock in its walls, and the Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Uh, every time I have gone to the to the theater in the last two months, I've seen the trailer for the house with the clock in its walls. Uh, they're really promoting the crap out of that movie. I don't know. I don't. I never read the book. Did you guys read the book? Apparently, mm-hmm. it was a famous book. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it looks sort of okay, but I'm not super <laughs> interested in it. And the Nutcracker one actually looks interesting because it's not really the Nutcracker. <laughs> <It's just laughs> taking the lore of the Nutcracker and digging deep um, into digging it. into it. Yeah. yeah. So fun. yeah. Anyhow, so those are the movies. Wait, uh, miss one. Wait, wait, miss one. Uh, miss one. What? A movie thing. Okay, I did. 
Um, pro- you probably didn't miss it. You probably didn't know about it. But uh, Paramount uh, Pictures um, is has uh, announced that they are making a Monument Valley movie. Oh, interesting. That is very cool. Um, which I'm more than a little excited about. Um, and um, they have finished almost all the primary casting for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. And Jim Carrey is going to be Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> okay. He hasn't you know, really been in anything in a while. That's going to nope, be like Because his... he's gotten a little crazy. <laughs> gotten a little crazy. Um, but yeah, he's, uh, he's the villain in. Uh, he's going to be Dr. Robotnik. Is this an animated? Uh, no, it is. Uh, Sonic oh, the Hedgehog is animated, but oh, okay. he is inside a real world. So it's going to be like oh, who framed Roger Rabbit combo thing. Oh, okay. That just sounds weird. Um, Monument Valley, I take it, will be completely animated. Uh, we don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, wait, hold on. The um, so because Monument Valley isn't so much about the story; it's about the look. Oh, okay. The film will situate live actors in Monument Valley's dreamy world. I'm down with that. That sounds great. Okay. To rock those people out on a green screen and have them do just just stupid crap. I mean, you know what I mean? Like that game that game is amazing. It is. Um, but you know, I would imagine that I mean Paramount has done some pretty visually stunning things. Mm-hmm. Sounds great to me. Just get it, just don't let it go into editorial hell, right? Like just get right. it done, put it out. You know that this is all about the visuals. The story is not all that important. Because right, there's the not story, really a story. It's a freaking yeah. mobile game, okay? Yeah, just like a mom and a kid and a weird like pillar thing. Just go to yeah. town. Go to town. Yeah. Um, well, the I first one didn't even have a mom and a kid. The first one was just the character. True, right? it's been a True, long but time it's since been, I played but, that. But they're, they're, it's Monument Valley, right? Like they're doing both. Uh huh. But you're right. They could do whatever they want. I just think it would be more entertaining if there were two characters instead of one. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so I'm going to do one real quick Game of Thrones thing because I don't. I think people would be disappointed if anything related to Game of Thrones happened and I didn't talk about it. So um, you do have a few Game of Thrones fans who listen to the show for sure. Okay. Good. Good. So HBO just um, released like a sizzle reel, um, like promotional video for all their shows that are on now and all the shows that are coming up. And there are lots of clips of Game of Thrones in that, but they're all from season seven. And then there's this one clip, split second. I mean, really, really split second. Sansa's hugging somebody and you see her eyes and that's it. Mm -hmm. And everybody assumes that's from the next season. I'm like, (laughs) <laughs> okay like it's just you can't see yeah. anything around her you can't see yeah. anything about the scene there's nothing telling yeah no and context I mean, yeah i mean i suppose it could be but you know my journalist skeptical mind is saying i need the proof before i believe yeah. this but i mean supposedly she's unhappy hugging John and that's why they think it comes from season eight is because she's going to be unhappy when he comes back, which is plausible. Um, I just don't think, I don't think this is it. Uh, There are so many things that could have gotten cut from the last season. 
and we didn't really see a lot of their parting, uh, John and Sansa. So she could have hugged him as you know during that part and they just cut it and decided to do something else so yeah anyhow we'll see but apparently i was reading up that the first footage for season seven actually appeared in hbo sizzle reel so we'll see i just mm-hmm. wish they released the freaking trailer and release date already right i because i think they're me- they're already messing with us <laughs> i don't know if you saw this regina but they t- there was an interview with the visual effects guy the head visual effects guy uh-huh. who said that he's going to be working on game of thrones uh into may of next year when whispers have been going on that it was going to come out in april right and so everybody's like because he wouldn't say exactly when it was coming out right he's just like it's working until may and the official hpo uh stance was that it's coming out in the first half of 2019 right so that so, could be all the way up to june it could be but anyhow, you're, you're thirsty for Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> that was a Stephen level thing. I know. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty good, but right. Thank you. <laughs> That's the Sorry. other thing at Disneyland, Stephen. When I was writing the Jungle Cruise, I was just thinking that like you would love all these stupid jokes that they do on that. Have you ever written that like at Disney World or anywhere? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know the stupid dad jokes I'm talking about. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I love them. (laughs) So I think that wraps it up for us this week. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions, comments, or any other feedback, you can send an email to geekingmoms at gmail.com. That is also our handle on Twitter, and you can also find us on Facebook. As mentioned at the top of the show, I write a column about Game of Thrones every other week for the Geek Embassy. Uh, that's just thegeekembassy.com. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Nicole Tanner. Regina is head geek at the Geek Embassy and also the host of Game on Girl podcast. I got to get my Game of Thrones article to you this week. <laughs> yeah, it will. It will. It will happen. It will happen this week. <laughs> yes, it will happen this week. Free pass. Um, yeah, it's funny. Like Regina and I were talking the last time we recorded, and I'm like, "When does my next thing do?" And she's like. Oh, I have you down for today. Right. <laughs> like, oops. I'm like, uh, yeah, the yeah. schedule just kind of went to crap for summer. Yeah. Everybody. So we're going to get back into the swing of things yes. when, yeah. you know, things kind of calm right. down for everybody, but do yeah. keep an eye on the geek embassy's social media, like follow us on Instagram. Cause we're going to Rose city comic-con next weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the weekend after this um, episode airs, uh, and we do a lot of pictures and videos and stuff on Instagram when we're at cons. Um, and if you have somebody or a panel or something or a celebrity panel you want us to go to, shoot us a, a message at the Geek Embassy on um, uh, Twitter. I think it, we're just Geek Embassy, at Geek Embassy on Twitter. And uh, let us know and we'll cover it because uh, there's three of us and we can go in different directions. So, yeah, that's going to be our next big thing. And I do think I'm going to interview the CEO from Espionage Cosmetics while I'm there. Wow. Um, wow. Which, um, if you guys don't know Espionage, they do like the the finger, the nail stickers with all the geeky patterns and stuff on them and all kinds of cool geeky cosplay makeup so yeah Yeah. i get a free package of nail wraps from them at every con yes yes (laughs) me too i still have some of them in my (laughs) 
yeah I don't, I don't think i've used them ever but yeah they, i keep giving them to me so i got i got ectoplasm ones for when i was um holtzman uh-huh that glowed in the dark and so cool that those were awesome but anyway so i'm going to talk to her for my next interview for uh game on girl so keep cool. an eye out for that yeah cool awesome yep. all right so steven is editor and founder of engaged family gaming what's going on over there steven uh podcast is still going and the streaming has started um i actually well, yeah, started I saw you had started your world of warcraft yeah um yes so we're actually doing i kind of fell into it by accident um but so now we have two streams uh one will be at least somewhat intermittent until i figure out my own schedule but it's called mm-hmm. daddy downtime um and yeah. that is where i'm gonna play uh world of warcraft uh, usually late at night on the East Coast, but probably just in time for you guys. And I'm basically just playing through, hanging out. Um, as as I develop a small crowd, I'm sure we'll talk about the news of the day. Um, mm-hmm. And we are, uh, Evan is still going to do his thing. It's going to be on Tuesdays. It's going to be at 8 o'clock. Uh, it will start next, maybe not next Tuesday because we have a fantasy football draft. Um, but maybe the week after that, we're not really sure. We're figuring it all out. But um, he's def- we we did the technical test. That's what my thing started as was me just testing to make sure that we could do it. Um, mm-hmm. And I kind of liked it, so I'm kind of going to keep doing it. Cool. Um, other than that, we're just doing stuff. Follow okay. us on various socials, and you'll learn as we start doing more things. Cool <laughs> stuff and things. BFG. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that wraps it up. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back with you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.